0: previously on Sawstock. I'm just kidding. There's no need for a previously on. Uh, Mike just walked in the room. Here we go.
1: I don't know if he wants to say hello or just make a big noise. Hello. Are you on the phone? No. Oh. Guys, special
0: guest. Hey. Hey, buddy. How's How's it going? Recording. Pretty good. We are. We like. You don't have to join in. It, it's it's hell of a late night for you already. You don't have to like.
1: Don't feel bad for him. He was at a dinner in the salt
0: mines. Oh, he was at, at a city dinner.
1: dinner with someone who was on a dating show.
0: I bet he loved it. That freak. <laughs> I had a great time. How convenient.
2: Have you heard of the show? Um,
0: the Bachelor. Yes.
2: Cha- change of heart.
0: I don't know what that is.
2: It's a dating show where a, like two couples go on and they go on a date and they switch and then they switch. hell yeah. And I don't know this switch. show,
0: but I want to be on it fast. <laughs> Gina, I'm just kidding Gina. that was a joke.
2: <laughs> we were so it was a large dinner and our table. Somebody at the table said,
0: everybody fucked somebody on the other side.
2: <laughs> if you could be on any reality show, what would it be? What did you say? <laughs> I said, "Pick my ride.
1: Oh, so, st- <laughs> I hate that.
0: You get a cooler car. I know. No, I said, I want What's something. To There's no downside. You can't lose. You just get yeah, the car.
1: Horrible. Okay. Wow.
2: I, I, but then I, someone
1: was like, I actually was on. Yes. Yeah,
2: she said I was on change of heart.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I did. When you texted me that wonder how it came up at a work dinner, yeah. but whatever.
2: One guy said, girl, uh, what's the, what was the Hugh Hefner show?
1: The Playboy Mansion one? Yeah. Uh, Girls Next Door. Yeah, and everybody just was like,
2: yeah, everybody
1: just like. Boom. Was it a man who said that? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd go in there and I'd assault all the women.
1: That's terrible. Uh, I
0: wouldn't want to be on a reality show, so I would be on Next because I would instantly get Nexted. Next was... <laughs>
1: really brutal yeah if i was like just even a hair more athletic i would be on the amazing race i think um but i like that you're like working in a team yeah but i'm not so i won't for that's the only reason i'm not on. you know what somebody
2: said somebody said the amazing race and then the person next to them asked a very good question what do you know how to drive a stick shift
1: see i don't it's a good
2: question though but my partner it's
1: gonna
0: come up yeah yeah, Although
1: I think I would like to partner with my sister on the amazing race, but she also knows how to drive she a strip, stick shift. So it'd yeah. be fine.
0: Also, like, I feel like if you were going to be on the amazing race, it's irresponsible to not pick that up before you go. There's time. It's right. like people go yeah. on RuPaul's drag race. So like, I don't know how to sew. It's like, you didn't know you were going to have to sew. Yeah. They yeah. gave you some warning. You should have fucking figured out how to sew first.
1: Yeah. 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 Wow. Great question that I guess I just answered. Um, Yeah,
2: good
0: answers all around. Everybody did a good job. You didn't answer. I said next, so I would be off the show as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, that's more like a game show. But yeah, Yeah. it's fine. Yeah, you can't.
2: You shouldn't pick a straight up game show.
0: I'd be (laughs) on Twenty One, and when they were cheating, and they gave me the answers.
2: (laughs) Wow, in the fifties.
0: Yeah, (laughs) then I would win.
2: You'd be a physicist because I'm you know. not
0: Jewish, they won't make me get the, they won't make me lose. I'll get the good ones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow,
0: yeah. You- are you Ray Fines or John Taturo? I'm not John Taturo, I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> wow, a uh,
0: good movie. Yeah, love that movie. Uh, hey, f- uh, friends of the podcast, do you have any irrational fears?
1: Oh, yeah. Thanks for asking.
0: Let's talk about what,
1: that. What What a segment. How do you define irrational, though?
0: How do you define irrational?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't have this fear anymore, but when I was a kid, I was extremely afraid someone was going to climb into my bedroom window and chop my feet off.
0: You were a big uh, Melissa Etheridge fan?
1: <laughs> I was, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah but now it's just like I guess it's probably more like intrusive thoughts uh, but let's talk
0: about intrusive thoughts for a minute <laughs> no. when you it's get an intrusive just,
2: thoughts by the way I had never heard that term until like
1: that is the most like privileged
2: three months ago
1: thing I've ever heard what that. yeah You've never had an intrusive thought, or you didn't know there was a word for it. That, uh, I, didn't I didn't know
0: that. I didn't know, you know that's how you described what happens in my brain all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah, like well, literally it's a big, all the time. It's a big <laughs> load off. Oh, so you have them at least. Yeah. Okay. Woo. Okay.
2: Turns a bad person.
1: Yeah. Turns out there's a no name for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ooh. No. Yeah, I don't think they're rational. I mean, I'm afraid of freeway driving. I'm afraid of bridges. I'm afraid of helicopters. I'm, uh. Where does the
2: helicopters come from? Just that, I, at leading quit. I does don't, it come from ER?
1: No, well. Does it come well. from Kobe Bryant? That didn't help. Yeah. Didn't help. Um, I just seems like a dangerous way to get around.
0: Great news. You. You probably will never get in a helicopter no, if you only don't want to
1: airlifted somewhere. Um, are you
0: concerned that like some that the helicopter's gonna crash on your head? No so what are, what are you afraid life. of in regards to helicopters? You're I like, think, I hope nobody makes me get on a helicopter. like
1: I think people are too casual about them. they're very dangerous. Um, I
2: don't I don't feel like you can say, do you have any irrational fears in this state? I'm
0: I'm scared. Someone's gonna make me get on it. I I feel like bridges. Like well, I have to cross bridges, and I'm scared. But I'm conf- I'm just I'm wondering about like, do you think someone's gonna make you get on a helicopter?
1: That would, seems unlikely. No, but like, I, if I like think about getting in the helicopter, I don't like what I'm.
0: Seeing. I also kind of think once you get on the helicopter, rational fear, I might die really soon. <laughs> Yeah. My life expectancy is a little shorter because of the 10% chance I die in the next 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, and I guess my newest one is um, because of Michael and Twitter, I'm afraid of reheating rice.
0: Oh, I thought it was going to be getting canceled.
1: Getting canceled. (laughs) She's obsessed. No one knows who I am, so I'm not going to get canceled. That's a good call.
0: What's this this reheating rice bullshit? It's
1: bad. You could really...
0: I okay. reheated rice tonight. Am I about to um, die?
1: If you get a diarrhea, oh, I have you?
0: diarrhea all the time.
2: <laughs> apparently, it's easy for bacteria to grow on rice.
1: Yeah, because of the moisture
0: it's very, level. Yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> like
1: now, no. Apparently, like no one who works in like the ER will ever reheat rice.
0: I again have to question. Is this an irrational fear? This sounds like it right. might be a yeah. fear.
1: No, it's very rational. Maybe
0: I am not. Maybe I Whoa. am irrationally non-fearing reheated oh. rice.
1: It's fine. I'm afraid of cats. So there you have it. <laughs> They're creepy. Cats? Mm-hmm.
0: What cat do to you?
1: <laughs> They're so scared. Scare you? I just, I, I can't relax if I'm around one. Okay. I'm also I'm allergic to them, which is like a really convenient excuse um, for how deeply
0: how how allergic are you? What happens if you hang out with cat?
1: Feel like I can't breathe. My skin gets itchy.
0: But so my- for some reason, when you can't breathe, you get scared.
1: <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. It's like the way they move. That's like the, I just they freak me out. Okay. Like if I. See a cat on the street, like a stray cat, I I don't like run because I'm too embarrassed, but I walk extremely fast away. I don't want that cat to come near me. Or you'll cross the street. Or I'll cross the street. There's like a pretty friendly neighborhood cat. I would have described it as aggressive, but someone recently told me he's friendly. <laughs> um
0: he's aggressively friendly which is very yeah, bad so for me i like
1: i'll cross the street i will be like not today cat <laughs> and i usually say that or something like that um and then i'll cross the street and he will like get in my way and i like have to turn around cuz i'm so afraid of them <laughs> uh yeah it's cats when what, do you
0: what do you think the cats going to attack you kind of yeah
1: He might scratch me.
0: I want you to be honest when I ask this. Do you have in your head like a plan for what you would do if the cat attacked you? Oh.
1: Good question. (sighs) Run. I I think I would have to pull it off and throw it.
0: Now, does that make you feel better when you think about it that way? That like you're going to be able to do that?
1: Not necessarily.
0: You think it's just going to get its claws into your... Throat too fast, and it will just be over for this this uh, lovely woman. I didn't say no.
1: Want to hurt the cat either? Mm-hmm.
0: Why I not? You hate I the cat, though. Maybe getting, getting, you shouldn't want like, to hurt the cat. i
1: getting a grip on me, and like like it being really hard to pull them off. If
0: you're concerned you you won't. It'll just be too far in.
1: Have you ever heard the expression "and the cat came back"?
0: Yeah, but I don't know what it means.
1: Me either, but it could mean after you throw the cat off you, it comes back.
0: What if after you kill the cat, it gets you again?
1: I don't like that.
0: I don't like that either. Now maybe I'm afraid of cats.
1: Do you have any irrational fears?
0: Uh, no, all my fears are exactly rational.
1: Wow, kind uh, of lucky for me. Category.
0: I had a moderately similar thing. So uh, this is this is weird. And that uh, yesterday I asked, I was talking to Gina and I was like, I'm going to have Margaret on the podcast. You got any topic ideas? And she said, ask Margaret if she has any irrational fears. And I was like, good idea. I won't credit you. Well, oh, you know what? I
1: just thought of another one.
0: Oh, th- let's have another one then.
1: It's not exactly a fear, but I, when people put fruit stickers on their skin,
0: I, again, literally did that yesterday.
1: It makes me feel violent. Because
0: you think maybe they will get sold as fruit.
1: I just hate it. They'll get it. scanned at the, the grocery store and then well, it's any too late. Sticker, $1.99. Any the worst offender would be a fruit sticker. When people put stickers on their skin, I feel like my blood boils.
0: Speak on that.
1: I, that's really all there is to say. Don't do that around me if you can help it.
0: It blood boils because you're mad at I the person for doing it? I tell my
1: adorable sweet children who have done nothing wrong to take it off and throw it in
0: the trash. Why does it – like so you're mad at the person for doing it?
1: Well, because they know I can't stand it. Um,
0: what if they don't know? Is it, is it mad no. because, like, do you think they're going at you for doing – like, specifically? Mm-hmm. Like, what if they're two and
2: six, respectively, cannot <laughs> possibly understand the concept of not liking stickers?
0: Or what if it's one of the, I don't know, 7.9 forever billion people who haven't listened to this podcast, so they don't know that you don't like this, and then they're like, hey, look at this, joink on oh. their arm.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I know people do it. I don't know what compels them to do it. It just, like, disgusts, it, like, disgusts me, and it makes me feel...
0: Any sticker. So fruit is the worst, but any sticker will do.
1: The the reason fruit is the worst is because you're not peeling it from that waxy substance. So it's already it's like taking some residue with it.
0: Do you think this helps your argument?
1: It's already the worst. Doesn't
0: make any sense.
1: (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. You said irrational. I'm telling you. No, I
0: think you've done a great job. That's the most irrational. Uh, concern, even if it, it doesn't, it seems like it's not as you much would not a fear. Believe how it's, often
1: it comes up in my life? It
0: sounds like it. It's not a fear as much as it's something that makes you aggressive towards the person. <laughs> I'm
1: like intolerant of it. Yeah.
0: Here's the yeah. thing: I won't let you fucking do around me. I'm not scared of you. I actually am going to attack you because of your bad actions. <laughs> no, I
1: will. I, like with some like work, I have like now like the doctor like gave Silas a sticker and was like, we'll put it on your hand. And I was like, I could murder you. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: and I was like, or your shirt. And then they still put it on your hand, his hand. And then I was like, would you like to move that to your shirt? And he was like, no. And I was like, well, we might need to wash your hands later.
0: And then I pulled it off and
1: and put it on his shirt instead of the trash can. So big of you.
0: I know. Yeah. His head was about to go in the trash can.
1: Really wanted to do.
0: Okay. Before we move on, I'll give you, I'll give you one little thing. Cause I, I started alluding to this before, but the, the weirdness with this, uh, topic, the irrational fear topic to me is that Gina just was like, Hey, this might be a fun thing to talk about and suggested this yesterday. And then today, I don't know if this is an irrational fear and irrational act or what this is, but I realized I got some weirdness here, but. I did some googling and I think I'm okay. All right, let's hear it. Uh I park I have a parking spot behind my house where I live.
1: That's yes, that's very baller.
0: Exactly, a big deal. I'm not very good. I, first off, especially cuz I still have Minnesota license plates. Uh yes. I can't be parking on the goddamn street.
1: You really can't.
0: Um, I, I, like, my, my car would go to car jail immediately, and I don't want that. But yeah. I have a spot behind, and, but I'm always like, okay, make sure it's, it's just in an alley. And I'm like, make sure you lock your car. But then I'm always, and this is, this is a long term thing, not a short term thing. But I'm like, did you remember to, to lock your car? And I'm sometimes concerned about it because it's, it's hard to, hard to remember to do it every time. And especially if I'm like carrying groceries in. And I can't I can't push the button and then make the door go down and then lock my car all at once. I'm like, did you do it? And so recently I came up with a way to make sure I always remembered I did it. Because like before I would just be like, Okay, well, I guess what you have to do is walk to the back like out the back door and onto like this back patio thing, and then lock your car again and see the lights light up, and then you Uh will know you have done it.
1: Yeah, I think everyone does
0: that. I don't want to be doing that all the time, though. I want to just remember that I locked the car. And so uh, the other day, we had a, uh, several days ago when we had a bunch of snow and ice out in the back. Yeah, I was like, there was this one area where there's a car that parks behind me, uh, where they had parked, and it was all dry. And I remember, like, I stood right in that area, and I locked the car again. I had already done it, but I did it again. And I was like, okay, so now I'll remember that I did it in this spot. And so that's how I know I did it. Yeah. And then another time I came in and I was like, oh, I'll reach over and I'll touch the fence as I lock the car.
1: Oh, no. And then
0: I'll remember that I was touching the fence. And then I promise you, I never, I do not do things ever to generate content for this podcast anything like this. This was 100% completely natural. I walked to the back door of my house and I thought, I have an idea. I'll tap the doorknob three times and then I'll, un- then I'll lock the car.
1: Oh no. And I was you like,
0: can... wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't that what OCD people do?
1: It It's like you're giving yourself. Yeah.
0: And so I, I didn't like that. That Next felt soda. bad.
1: Yeah.
0: But but good news. I googled do OCD people tap things for a reason. And the answer is, well, they do. It's because they think if they don't tap the thing like their mom will die. Yeah. And so like everybody agreed that the way I did it is not So same.
1: Out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Excuse me. Um, but you're right. But also, tell me, <laughs> seems like this is okay, but should probably go ahead and start pushing back against this immediately. Yeah, you know, I think I think reverting to, I'll just go back out into the back patio and hit the lock button a bunch more times and see everything light up. That's better than intentionally just doing the, I tap the doorknob three times before I a go little, in, right?
1: Do you, like... You feel itchy now if you don't do it? Like you got to do it?
0: Uh, this has only happened once. And so far, every time I've done it, it's been effective. Like, I'll be like...
1: Every one time you've done no, it? No, no,
0: no. Every version of this, whether I oh. I touch... I stand in the weird spot or I touch the fence. I do something to re, to tell myself, this is how I specifically remember this time I locked the cart. Yeah. I don't think this is a great plan. I think I should. I think I should go back to not do anything. Just be like, well, if you're not sure, go back and lock it again. And I, I don't have like. I know the, like I don't think like. Oh, I forgot to shut the oven off, so I have yeah. to go back home now. I never do that. Could well, you tell you me about like how sane I am?
1: Purposely left the car unlocked.
0: Well, then someone would take my car, so I'm not going to do that.
1: <laughs> just say it.
0: I could leave the car unlocked with me in it, and if someone tries to take it, I'll kill them.
1: You think someone would take your car if you left it unlocked? Uh, they just I think
0: someone the- would get in my car for sure.
1: Oh yeah, they get in, but like do you have they to, might try any- to take it. Yeah.
0: One time when I lived in Minneapolis, uh, the car didn't get locked properly, and then the Gina had to get in the car the next morning, and then somebody had like opened up like the thing where all the fuses are and like pulled all the cords out yeah but they didn't figure out how to start it so they didn't get to steal my car but like they they wanted to steal my car
1: no you're right it's good to lock
0: I think you should, I think I should lock my and I don't keep anything valuable in it obviously ever I like live in a city yeah but like uh I I mostly just like I I, I don't want anybody to take my car I need it
1: yeah I was thinking just today because I went to my studio and I brought a bag that just had the only thing in the bag was three empty Tupperwares. And I forgot that I used to, like, regularly have the thought when I would go to, like, dumb teaching jobs, like, oh, this would be a good day to get mugged because I would be, like, carrying... You know, dumb stuff. And I had that feel, I hadn't had that thought in like 10 years, but today I was like, it'd be a great day to get mocked. (laughs) (laughs) It was like three Tupperwares and it would be like, enjoy my dumb purse. (laughs) It's not even money in there. Um, so I think that's why I was compelled to tell you to leave your car unlocked, but that was bad advice. I think, I don't think that's that irrational. I think. I think you just you took it a little too far. I agree you should pull back the behavior. But I don't know. Don't worry about it.
0: I think you're right. right. It's fine. Everything I do is very good. Yeah. Uh I will note quickly that during law school, friend never guessed of the podcast, Dylan Fallock, did Why was not he guessed? Uh, we've never gotten it to work out. He's never been on.
1: Uh,
0: he had a fake wallet that he would carry around in champagne in case he got mugged. That had like
1: champagne.
0: That had like three dollars in it. So that way, if somebody came and hassled him, like, oh, okay, here you go. Here's all the money I have. And he had his real wallet, which I assume mean, I had like seven hundred bucks in it, and in his other pocket, and then no one would know.
1: Didn't he live in like Savoy?
0: Eventually, this was when like he was living downtown, in the main streets, roughneck style, constantly being accosted by every type of criminal, murderers, rapists, whatever you think, the the worst of of the worst.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I have also, you know, dealt with the streets of Champagne. That's well. That's interesting. It's, don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> it, it's a, it's it's honestly, if you made a list of people I know from that time period, Dylan not super high on the list. of guys who'd be like, oh yeah, I assume I need interesting ways to get out of being attacked on the street. Well,
1: he's like built like a linebacker. He's huge. I he? thought you were
0: gonna say brick shit house.
1: Well, I don't know sports things. I but think you, you I,
0: go to linebacker and I go to, uh.
1: I don't know what a shit is.
0: Take a guess.
1: Well.
0: You know, well, apparently you know what a linebacker is.
1: I know the expression built like a linebacker. Yeah, I don't think that's interesting. Um, don't you think it's riskier to have a decoy wallet that, well, I guess it's a real wallet. I don't know.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't assume a lot on behalf of the robbers. That's wild. Like, I wonder. Do you think he had like fake credit cards and fake IDs in it, or was it just like an empty wallet with three dollars in it? Because it might be pretty easy to be like, "Well, that's not your wallet. You don't even like." Maybe, but also, is it worse if he had an old ID in it? Because that's kind of embarrassing too. Like, this is a lot of effort at this point.
1: Yeah, I feel – I always really like Dylan, so I don't want to, like, dunk on him, I guess. No,
0: he doesn't listen. You can shit on him. say whatever you want.
1: I don't know. It, like, reminds me of that meme, like, the Party City Halloween costume meme. Have you seen these? It's, like, an orange box of a Halloween costume, and then they, like, change what it is. But there's, like, one – I'm not going to be able to describe there's like some one that's just like an oversized sh- shirt that has like a flag on it, or something, and it's like a guy from the suburbs who's, I don't know, like just like afraid of the city. I'm not. Please delete this part of the podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: none of this will get deleted, but that's absolutely. It's a like what thing. are you afraid that's of? That kind like, of guy exists.
1: Says you're from a city, but won't go into it. Yeah. Like, like what? Champagne? You're afraid of champagne?
0: That was uh Minneapolis. Was a wonderful city for that kind of dude. Yeah, I know. I grew up. Really was like, was like oh. exactly. Yeah, I, was,
1: I grew up with the people who couldn't hack it in Minneapolis. So just imagine. But
0: ju- just like legitimately thought, like I live a quarter mile outside of minneapolis but i truly believe that if i drove my truck into the city even though i'm a badass i would be murdered by a hundred black people instantly and it's like not really no everything is fine don't go to this one parking lot and otherwise you will be completely fine
1: yeah wild 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 um but isn't he like from ohio
0: Yeah, he's from Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. But but he's also from Baltimore. So He's he's got lots of places he's from. Yeah. He's also from D.C. He's from kind of everywhere.
1: Yeah. That's wild. Maybe it's just like harder knowledge he has I don't have.
0: Yeah. See, he's seen it.
1: Yeah, because I've never been mugged. And I brought it up because I wanted to get mugged with my three Tupperwares today.
0: Yeah. I, I, if that is truly your goal, I mean, Why I know 10, it's, it's 1110 on the East Coast. You can still do this.
1: Yeah. I just, I used to walk to this like after school art teaching job. And so I would like walk there with, you know, like 12 crayons and just like the dumbest things in my purse. And it was, you know, I was going worse places than, uh, downtown champagne. And I would like sometimes think like today would be a good day. Like, I don't
0: know, like I only got orange and red. I love blue and green. I hope they get orange and red off of me.
1: It's just like just like you know some like kind of justice if if you're gonna steal and then you're like what you get is garbage, that's like justice or something.
0: how do you think you could stab someone with a crayon? No, no, what art tool would you most like to stab someone with?
1: Well, like a blade for sure.
0: What kind of uh, blade you got for art?
1: I think I'd like to use an Olfa box cutter, ideally. That's the best cutter. I don't
0: possible. know what Olfa means, but box cutter seems very encouraging. Olfa
1: is the best brand of blade. You know how like when you get those yellow blades, and they're like, "Yep." You got a little money in your pocket now, as you're in reaching your upper thirties, and you're not just gonna buy the generic one. Maybe yep. you want to buy one that looks a little nicer, right? Like. You're at the Home Depot or the Lowe's or wherever you shop. The Ace, maybe you want to buy a heftier one that has replacement blades. I'm telling you to get Olfa.
0: No, you. You and when you do this, you're gonna stab or you're gonna slash.
1: I think I would slash.
0: I think slash is what's up. (laughs) Don't rob Margaret. Obviously, bad idea for you.
1: I would do neither. Um. Ideally, I would do neither. I think I've never been mugged, so I don't know what I would do. I'd probably just comply.
0: But A great option, by the way.
1: Yeah. I think I would comply. But if I had to fight.
0: But you might watch for openings. Like, oh, you want what's in my pocket. I'll get it for you. And it turns out it's a fucking blade.
1: It's an alpha blade. Yeah. (laughs) It's always an alpha. No, I don't know what I would do. Luckily, it's never come up.
0: I hope it stays that way.
1: Thank you. Me too. Who
0: wants to get her off? Not me.
1: Not me. No. We've done another amazing job of staying on topic.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's do it one more time. Uh, Margaret, I'd like to talk to you about the general concept of crying at art.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Oh, you seem excited about this topic. Thank you. you. You do that? You cry at art? Yeah. Yeah, me too.
1: That's the whole reason I consume art. It's like I'm just hoping to cry.
0: I, run with this. Tell me about some, some some stuff you cry at.
1: Um, Like paintings in museums I cry at uh, on the regular, I would say. I mean, I don't go to museums that often, but when I go, it's going to get misty. To Good. See a beautiful painting. That means, that means it's going well especially when you've studied maybe or, you know, by an artist who historically hasn't been like represented in a museum setting. And now they are, make it misty. Um, I just be overwhelmed by the beauty of the space and you're going to cry. Um, that's my number one, like crying in museums, top favorite way to cry at art. No Contest. I also enjoy crying at concerts, but it doesn't happen that often. Um, I think due to like some sense of embarrassment or something, I'm able to like pull that back. I don't. I might you feel
0: like, that starting to happen, with you I like, feel
1: emotional. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to concerts very often either, but I don't normally like cry, cry, cry at concerts. I just feel swept up. Um, love to cry at a book. If I read a book and I didn't get close to crying.
0: Then did you even read it?
1: Did I even like that book that much? I don't know. Um, crying in movies is good. I don't do it as much as I used to. I don't know why. Um, but I do have some like go-to movies I know I can watch if I need to cry. Because I'm not like... I don't never cry in my life, but it's like faster for me to cry if I just like watch some media that stirs emotions. Yeah. Love crying at art. It's one of my favorite, favorite things to do. Probably my single favorite thing to do.
0: I had not framed it that way in my head, but as soon as I heard you say it, I was like, I kind of think I completely agree. Uh, yeah. I I cry very easily at anything like this, but then and again, I just thought there's like that's just part of how I consume art. But as soon as you said like as that about it being your favorite, I I I, I think that's how I feel as well. Like yeah. not that that's the only way I know that I have truly enjoyed it or felt something or felt moved or whatever, but it it's certainly the clearest indication thereof. Yeah, that like boy, there can be no doubt that this worked for me, and I it, it it's in no way tied to like certainly like I cried because this thing was sad. That's a small part of uh, what this usually looks like, but I it's, it movies for me especially I am a very easy crier, and it feels like it's only been a. Pretty much straight, like like the, like the the trend line is very up over time. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 it. Like, like I've always been like, even when I was like a a hardened high school student yeah. or whatever, I was like, I am the guy who embarrassingly cries at the movies, and his friends make fun of him. And then just over time, as I just more and more accept it, it's like it, the frequency is more and more and more and more.
1: Yeah, I think that it's common for crying. I, th- I think crying increases as you age, and it, as it should. Like, mm-hmm. you should, like, let go of whatever is keeping you from crying. Like, if your impulse is to cry, it's probably right.
0: And, and that's a huge part of it, too, is I, I very specifically remember, like, I, like, being a young person thinking, even, like, not before high school, thinking, like, it is important I try to stop myself from crying yeah. now. Yeah. And I now I'm like, oh my god, I'm crying. This is awesome. Hell yeah, I like this even more than I realize Sometimes.
1: Yeah, I don't like when I cry in my life, and it's like a result of feeling very tired or frustrated, like that. That is I, the worst way to cry, I think. Besides, you know, like deep grief. Um, but like, when I'm crying at like art, I, I don't know. It's, I find it like helpful. I feel better after and like, yeah. But my favorite way to cry at art is from like a, a feeling of being overwhelmed by like senses or beauty or like the larger world. Um, yeah. And I, Yeah. I like like a, a a good mist, like a not a full cry, but like when like something like accidentally makes you tear up, and you're like, "Whoa!" Um, we saw we were in Florida um, for my birthday, and we saw some manatees. And I like when we saw the first manatee, I was just like, Ugh! <laughs> like well, <laughs> "Yes!" Like, like I was like, "Oh my god, it's a manatee," <laughs> <laughs> which is not art exactly, but it was like like that wonderful like. I'm overwhelmed by something being good feeling and just like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I had,
0: I, I don't want to, I'll even just acknowledge this is like a personal enough thing that I don't really want to talk about it. But I remember a day when I was on vacation with my, parents and sister in probably two thousand four or five yeah and i remember just being in a place and it being so pretty and just instantly like just tearing up thinking like you're gonna have better days than less how could you what's gonna happen better than less and great spoiler alert i was right yeah i don't think i've had a better day since and there's like the recognition of that. It's like, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not a sad thing or a happy thing. It's just like, I'm not good at controlling my emotions right yeah. now because of how perfect everything is in my life right now. And I know for a fact, don't, don't ask for this to be a regular yeah. thing. And I would have been dead wrong to ask for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But like, there are places, I mean, you live in a major city that has, you know, incredible like architecture and um i don't know art experiences for you to have like you could have you could be swollen with feelings like that
0: um like, i don't know yeah i had another one of those um i remember when i lived out in california for a minute i went to oh see this is this is another i'm just i'm not I don't feel comfortable telling you any of this because I feel like you're so above me as an artist.
1: It's fine. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, fine. You yeah.
0: You're, you're <laughs> going gonna to give me the shit. But I was at a museum <laughs> yeah. and I had a really emotional connection. With, Good. With, with something. And I just, I remember like first, the, the like walking around this museum and looking at stuff and really... Feeling things, and then all of a sudden there was like one piece where I just like looked at it for like fifteen minutes, and I just yeah. didn't move. And yeah. then I didn't really realize I was crying. But then I was like, "Oh, I'm brushing my cheek,"
1: and it, it, that, it's that, like,
0: is there a better feeling is, than that?
1: No, there is not. That is my favorite feeling in the world. Like, I think, yeah, yeah. I often think like, "Oh, I wonder why I got an MFA." <laughs> that was a bad choice and i i think like i should have just like gone to a lot of museums because that's like what i was <laughs> doing, i think is just like feeling that good um and i don't know yeah i hear you would do you know what piece made you feel that way yeah are you gonna share it on the record no are you it off the record
0: no I right. think it. I think it might legitimately upset you if I told you what it was. It
1: was like a Thomas Kincaid painting?
0: No, that I know that I. I wouldn't have brought it up if it was that. I.
1: I. I don't it know much, gonna, but I know that, something. It's not going to upset me. You should share it.
0: Maybe I should. Um, right now. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll. I'll give you one that I cried a lot at, and this is this is more of an intermediate thing. In that I agree completely that the, like, the addition, like, like when it's, when you cry at art because it made you sad, that's still valid and good, but yeah. it's not the same as when it's like, oh, I just was moved by this thing. Yeah. But I have one that was a, a combination of the two. Are you familiar with the band Antlers and their album Hospice?
1: I'm familiar only by name. I'm going to look that up right now. I feel like that was like a hair after uh, when I listened to contemporary music. Fair. 2011? Yeah. I mean, I know what the word hospice means.
0: So you have some guesses about where we might be going here.
1: Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, I would have like. Clocked. I would have briefly. This is when I briefly clocked out of listening to mus- new music. Fair. And I was like, only listening to country because I was dating some asshole.
0: Sounds like an idiot. I'm um, sitting on my
1: phone right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yeah,
0: Uh I loved that album completely, but did not have a particular, you know, emotional connection to it. Yeah. But then uh, they came to Champagne. I, I want 2011 sounds totally right. I think it would have been towards the end of law school. They played at the canopy club and me and friend of the podcast, Bill Kalish went to the show. And I specifically remember uh we were standing next to each other and then like they pretty i want to say they pretty much played the album straight through yeah and like as it started i was like "Uh oh and i was like you know what i'm gonna casually start to stand a little bit behind bill instead of next to yeah. bill I'm and, and then like halfway through he turns around and i am just completely bawling and yeah. it's like half i'm sad about this and half like i just have I I guess it's partly because I've completely connected with the thing that is very sad. But it is much more that I have completely connected with it than that I am extremely
1: sad. I mean, I think that's a wonderful feeling. I've been thinking. I don't know why I've been thinking about this so much because it's like there's no world. It's already sold out and it's in Chicago, the city you're in, but. Andre 3000 is playing, like, the new flute album at Garfield Park Conservatory. And, like, even just thinking about it makes me feel overwhelmed. Like, I might, like, cry, like, if I imagine it hard enough. Like, I just, like, can't <laughs> really process how beautiful that probably is going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. You should somehow scalp tickets and go. Um Seems... I think it's like next week.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Maybe this will upset you. I haven't listened to that flute album.
1: I'm. Why would I be mad about that?
0: Because it seems like you have a lot that you you really feel strongly about this flute album. It's I don't so listen good. to flute music, so I haven't listened to it.
1: Yeah, but you know, you are the one who entered.
0: I I do love oh, Andre three thousand and Outcast, but I I don't have a lot of familiarity with when they play the flute.
1: Just put it on in the background one of these days. Uh, Is it good stuff? You, know?
0: you love this shit?
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Does it sound like a little bird going tweet, tweet, tweet?
1: It sounds insane.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm sleeping on this fucking flute album. Maybe that's the whole problem.
1: Every time I put it on, I feel better.
0: Yeah. Do okay. you know the
1: title of the first song?
0: I don't know anything. I I Here's what I know. Andre 3000 made a flute album, and I was like, dang, I wish he made a rap album.
1: This is the title of the first song on this album. Okay. I swear I really wanted to make a quotation mark rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time 12 minutes and 20 seconds.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. So,
1: I like, I feel, you have to be in after that. You're I feel, like, yeah,
0: at the very least, you're going to be in or out after that. If that doesn't land, you can go ahead and move on to something else. It's
1: like I'm in. <laughs> like, thank you. I'm so sorry that I was mad at you about that. I was also mad about that. Yeah. But then I saw the title press play, and I was like, "No, you do this. I love it. Great. I know. I said earlier I don't listen to much music. It's great making dinner music.
0: I'm gonna check it out. I can't. I like boy. I didn't think I was ever gonna listen to the the Andre 3000 Flute album, but it's now so I'm good. Wondering.
1: It is so good. I'm uh, excited to check it out. Yeah. You're going to love it. And you're going to love all the titles. I'm not going to read them all to you because some of them are not suitable. But just because it's a food album doesn't mean those titles aren't crazy.
0: I, I like uh, good titles on an album, especially when they don't really connect with the music at all. And I'm hoping they that's what this is. They do. Okay.
1: They do. I mean, I'm not like a weed person, but it seems like something you could smoke weed or consume weed. Okay and listen to or just sober
0: yeah what instruments on album other than flute
1: i don't know drum it's like mostly just flute i think
0: no drums
1: <laughs> i'm sure there's drum um i don't know i'm not good at uh
0: saxophone
1: mo- i don't think there's saxophone it's uh. pretty much flute
0: uh what is your second favorite album? That's pretty much only flute.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know.
0: Um, Do you think is Andre three thousand good at playing the flute, or is it just he gets his, his passion to come through?
1: You know, he plays. He does the music in that very good and boring Kelly Reichardt movie. He's showing up, and that's flute music. So I think he's pretty good. A uh, quick riddle. My daughter and her friend, we went to dinner tonight. So two six-year-olds, they were talking about music class. They, they said we were playing our instruments. Said what instrument did you play? They said that one that you bang on your body and it's a cylinder.
0: Tambourine. No. Damn. We still know. don't
1: know. Like me and the other kid's mom guessed for five minutes straight and they were all raw. And then we like made sure they knew what cylinders were.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and still none of them are. I don't know. Tambourine's a great guess.
0: <laughs> I felt pretty confident when I said that. So did I. <laughs> um, well, listeners. Yeah. Now, don't write to me because I won't know the answer, but write to Margaret. She's on Instagram uh for now ask her if if you think of what the answer might be hit her up and maybe you'll what find is, out you're you, right
1: you bang on your body and it's a cylinder and maybe a bunch of kindergartners would play it
0: pringles can
1: it could really be a pringles it is a public school it could be a pringles can.
0: we it's, we all out of tambourines we got pringles can now
1: it could definitely be a pringles can
0: you want a tambourine you just got to be in kindergarten you're not going to college
1: I didn't even think about it being like, you know, a made up instrument.
0: <laughs> pringle scan with some Pringles they inside. They might have just
1: given them like cylindrical blocks to bang against their bodies. <laughs> Play this. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: I believe in it. Uh, I'm already done pringle scan as a musical instrument. And that's going in the description of the episode. (laughs) Great. We have time for just one final segment. Margaret, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
1: I do. I've been taking notes this whole time. Um, Should I just read my plugs? Do it. Noise machines, question mark, minivans, electric hot water kettle for tea. That's for a response to Vicki's comment about not liking tea. Pot holders shaped like farfalle and a giant phone case that doesn't fit in your pocket.
0: Okay. So we're going to have a picture of the phone case as the picture for the album. Yeah. Um, for, the, for the podcast. And then these are all really good plugs. Do you want to pick a couple that we go into in a little more depth or do you want to just leave it there?
1: Um I'm going to talk about the electric hot water kettle. Hell yeah. My tea consumption is just through the roof.
0: I'm am right there with you on that one. It's, it's it's been way up this winter for me.
1: Do you have an electric tea kettle?
0: I do I do. Yeah. I I, I have I, I I have like an electric water heater thing. Mm-hmm. I assume we're talking about the same thing here. I don't know. I don't put tea in it. I just put water in it. No,
1: I just put water in it. And then
0: I pour it oh, over I my tea. Hot
1: water kettle and then I put my tea
0: in Yeah, okay. We're talking about the same thing. Yes. I. It, it It is a game changer because the effort is so low. I'm like, oh, I need to just, I need to go do anything like again. I just turn that on One and walk away. Much.
1: Yes. Yeah. Does yours have a gooseneck? A long flowing neck? Nope. Was- don't have
0: a gooseneck. I just have a regular pour spout.
1: She should get a gooseneck.
0: Why do I need that?
1: Apparently, it causes less spillage. And if you want to get into like...
0: You spill, in, you spill in your water? I don't spill you my water. want to get no into need. pour
1: over coffees. That gives you the most control.
0: I only do loose leaf tea. Wow. I do no coffee and no anything else. So well, I'm then Maybe
1: okay. you don't need a gooseneck. The only other reason I would give for a gooseneck is it looks quite elegant.
0: No, i that's what I was going to say. It looks cool as hell. It's a way better look than what I got. I got just dumped the water out. I gave
1: hers to Michael as a gift, so I had to, like, pick it towards his aesthetic and not mine. So it's Mm -hmm. just, like, silver. It's very pretty, but it has, like, a wonderful, like, wavy shape. If I were buying it just for myself, I would probably have bought like you know like a bright colored one.
0: There I do have a bright red one.
1: Extremely elegant. It's bright red. Yeah, sounds so cute.
0: It's pretty fun, but do I you I, I
1: heat water to make oatmeal.
0: Uh, I I don't really do that. I I had a period early pandemic when I was no not pandemic pre pandemic. Uh, that then went out when I, when the pandemic happened. But before the pandemic, I was doing overnight oats every day for breakfast. But then, uh, and I would just put the thing in my bag and go to work and I'd eat it at my desk. But since the pandemic, I, uh, since I started, I didn't have to take anything and it's fallen off. I have been trying to get myself into the mindset of getting back into the overnight oats, but I have not accomplished it yet.
1: Me too. I did it briefly when I was like postpartum. I don't know because oats are good for milk production. And I thought that was like a good era and it wasn't that hard to prep. But yeah, I, I
0: loved somehow, it. You can make like three at once.
1: I still somehow can't bring myself to do it again.
0: I need to get new jars and I keep having well, trouble finding know, the only- jars. You got nothing but jars.
1: No, I only have one jar.
0: Oh, see, there you go. You, could, you only make one. Then you're never going to stick with it because yeah. you're going to make one at a time. Yeah. I would make like Sunday night. I make like three, and then I got breakfast for three days in a row. Yeah, but I got I don't have the jars anymore. I got to get new jars, and then I go to the store, and they're like, "You want to buy sixteen jars at once?" I'm like, "Not really.
1: Too many jars."
0: I, I yeah. need I need three, maybe four, and I, I just keep not getting them, so I keep not making yeah. overnight oats.
1: I'm with you. Well, it's good for just tea too.
0: But the the, the thing is good regardless. We should be so lucky as to have this. I don't know, like, you know,
1: sometimes home. you, like, buy something and it improves your life so much and it really didn't cost that much money. <laughs> it, like,
0: could have,
1: <laughs> just could have improved your life for, like, the last 20 years. I
0: literally, I, yeah, even when I didn't, like, when I was in college, I had no money. I could have bought one of these things.
1: Yeah. I remember, I, maybe I'm just thinking about it because I'm looking at it, but I, like, had, for years, like, always, always, always wanted one of those wire-hanging fruit baskets.
0: Yeah, those are cool. And
1: then I bought one, and it was like $4. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've literally coveted this for like yeah. 15 years. At some point,
0: it's like, how <laughs> bad did I want it? I, 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 no, I, it I didn't even look like, into it. Like, I would have I had it. So cheap. <laughs> I
1: could have had it. Even at my lowest low, I, I think I could have had it. Um, yeah. And it did, like it brings me joy.
0: So secret second plug, everybody out there, get the wire fruit hanger you want. Yeah. Get you a thing that makes your water hot and you can, especially if you want that cute little curly, tiny little spout, you can get that. It won't be that bad. You can make all your fancy pour over coffee or you can just make regular stuff, but it'll be fancier because you're using that.
1: Well, I my friend has one that like, you can like set the degree that you're boiling Ooh. to, but that seems like too insane. Yeah, like I don't, I don't need to go there.
0: Yeah, all my tea has stuff that's like get to this temperature. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's gonna get to boiling, and I bet huh. I better be good. If that doesn't work, yeah. I gotta get different tea.
1: Yeah, it's like calm down.
0: Yeah, you should be so lucky I get the water to boiling. I might just, I might just use hot tap water if you don't watch it. Yeah.
1: Huh. Yeah, I mean sometimes, yeah. Maybe I don't put enough water in the kettle. I might splash a little hot tap water in there to fill out the cup. (laughs) Wow.
0: Well, Margaret, I've had just the most wonderful time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Yeah, just another successful podcast, I feel like.
0: All we do is win. That's what happens around here.
1: (laughs) So true.
0: Best wishes in the intervening.